taking this intro out for a joy ride. That's right, the dungeon master gave me the keys again. Unfortunately, the wizards of Humbrea sucked all the magic out of Tony's town, rendering his crystal ball useless. His, uh, his, his internet's out, so even if he recorded the intro, there'd be no way to send it out or upload the episode from his end. But let's get into it. You know the deal by now. Before I give you the recap, I gotta give you the rundown. We have all kinds of unique D&D content on our TikTok at D&D Pod, on our Instagram and Twitter at D&D Pod 404. And if you prefer to watch our character art bobble around on the screen while we talk, go to our YouTube page. We release long form content there as well. But if you want to support us, the best way to do so is over on our Patreon. Just search D&D 404, all one word will come up, I promise. We've got several perks that you can claim and post exclusive content for subscribers every month. But enough about that, let's get into the recap. Minus almost got turned to stone by a cockatrice before Jarell beheaded the darn thing with his big ol' axe. Minus cried a little for the dead bird creature, and the party ventured back to Gilo, where Adoram rewarded them for their efforts defeating a bugbear captain. After escaping the treacherous, gold-counting receptionist GLaDOS, the gang celebrated their recent victory at the Running Goblin. They had a fun time talking to the Red Guard, but Duncan warned our adventurers not to trust them. Later that night, under dim candlelight, Duncan asked for help transporting a small pouch of blood shards. The three reluctantly agreed, and we now find ourselves on the following morning as our heroes prepare for a new quest. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. You guys are at the breakfast table of the Running Goblin with all your gear collected from the blacksmith that you left from the day before. Shout out to the Patreon shopping episode. You can figure out what happened there. Um, but pretty much you got all your axes back and Minus got some plus one ammunition. Drell, the axes you got back received the following buff. Any damage these axes deliver are now plus five until you roll a nat one with those weapons. Okay. Like uh, a nat one to hit, right? Right. So you take your two-handed axe, you get a nat one. It's going to kachink on the ground and lose all the sharpness in it. So that's per axe. So if I do it with my great axe, my throwing axes still have the, the buff, right? Correct. I get those on my axes too? You left your axes too, right? Yeah, I thought so. Uh, oh, yeah, you did. So your axes also have that too. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And then like all it. your shots that you got, because you guys put in a 200 gold piece voucher. That was one of your rewards. Your ammunition is just plus one ammunition, and they just use until they're shot. Yeah, I got those in the inventory. I'm ready to go. So you guys are at the breakfast table of the running goblin, eating your breakfast. You've collected your weapons from the blacksmith. You guys are ready to set out on your journey. At the breakfast table, you guys are eating. What are you three doing? Jarrell wants to uh, look around and see if anyone's, like, keeping an eye on them in the tavern. Go ahead and give me your perception check. All right. That's that's not one. Not one. No. no. <laughs> yep. There's some people eating breakfast, but you not you don't really notice anything. As far as you know, they just came down from their room enjoying their day. There's a couple of hungover people from the night before. Perfect. I want to say I want to say Minus truly doesn't care. He's just ready to eat and get out of here, <laughs> so he doesn't even pay attention. You guys are gonna talk to Duncan one last time uh, as you go get the cart and horse from him. Almost does have the 
red shards in that bag. By the way, as a reminder, that bag where the shards he gave you, it conceals any magic item placed in there. It's no bigger than like a small pouch. And there's a pretty good amount of shards in there. If you've added your own in there as well, it'll probably be pretty full. Well, Drill, uh, Drill just kind of packs up his, you know, his leftovers into like a little napkin, puts in his pouch and kind of makes his way to the back to talk to Duncan. Yes, yeah, since you guys ate a nice hearty breakfast, I'm going to go ahead and give you four temporary hit points. I thought Duncan gave us hit points last time. I have five in here. I ended the session. Yeah, at the end of the session, I thought you gave us five. Oh, I, didn't, I don't remember that. Uh, All right, you want to go five? Did. All right, it's been a you month and a half. I'll give you no. one. Right, you got five. But you got then, five. No, no, but five. then you just gave us another four. That's oh, what I'm true. Saying. Yeah, so, now so we have nine. nine. Now we have nine. I mean, that's a DM thing for you not catching that, right? Oh, you guys so are like... trying to swindle the old DM, <laughs> huh? All right. Just letting you know, as you guys venture forward uh, in combat, the gloves are off. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've already told us that. That's why I'm Well, now it's this. all on the record, all right? Now so it's do we have nine or five or four? Nine. You have nine. You have nine. Right. You have nine. Wow. Have nine. Generous DM. Hmm. I like it. <laughs> mm hmm He's mad. He's gonna like throw a fucking. <laughs> I'm just gonna add one more dude to every fight, dog. <laughs> All right, so you guys have nine temporary hit points on you. You guys are beefy level twos. You gotta do what you gotta do to survive, man. All right, let's go talk to Duncan. Yeah. All right. You guys gather your food. You eat breakfast. You guys gain your temporary hit points. You feel good. Your plums feel heavy, and you head outside. And Duncan is out by the barn side of the tavern. He has a nice horse for you. And he's got his cart, and he even loaded Minnis's cart on the cart. Oh. Like, all right, laddies, you guys ready for your adventure, huh? Smacks his leg, and he looks at, uh, he looks at you, Drew. I was like, how you feeling, big guy? I'm really just kind of in this for the money, so. All right, laddie, the money makes the world go round. When was the last time you, uh, saw any of the Red Guard? Uh, the, well, the Red Guard is local to this town, but, um, I mean, last night was probably the last time I saw them. No, your buddy Minnis over here, the little horseman, get hey. buddy buddy with Beckford. Hey, hey that's, he seemed cool, but I, I'll, I'll keep my eye out on him, I guess. And say he's not too cool, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, lads, lad, so you got a big day ahead of you, okay? So I, if I were you, I'd best head out. All right, it's been good, but our adventure continues. Until next time, friend. All right, until next time. Remember, you're going, he whispers, he leans over to you. He kind of like tries to get all of you in a huddle. Can't really reach Drell's shoulder, but he pulls you guys down. You guys like really crouch down to the floor because he's a dwarf. And he goes, all right, lads, remember, you're going to go south. Then you're going to go northwest. Stay to the Riverwood Road. It will lead into the Capitol Road. Stick to the path and try not to stop only when necessary. If you stick to the main path through the forest, you shouldn't have a problem. All right, lads? What if we don't? Hey, listen, everybody needs to sleep, right? I suggest you guys take turns, but it's going to take about a full day just to get to that entrance point of the forest. There's a watchtower there. Sometimes there's people there. Sometimes it's not. If you want to get a good night rest in there before you get through the forest, that road is going to take a, at least a good two days if you make good speed just getting around the forest. I, I think he means what if we don't stick to the forest? To, to the road. Yeah. Guys, guys, we're gonna stick to the road. Do not go in the forest. Is listen. Don't worry. I'm pushing them away with my car. Don't worry. We're gonna stick to the road. <laughs> guys, we're getting. Let's just let's just go. We're gonna stick to the road. Don't worry. We'll stick there. We're we're safe. All right. <laughs> All right. That's a smart. You guys got a smart kid. You guys got a smart kid. He's gonna grow up to be a fine lad. 
I'm writing in my journal, lied to a friend for the first time today with a little tear. <laughs> I guess uh, Joel kind of takes the reins of the horse and kind of just starts walking him. So you guys take the reins. You guys are ready to go. He hands you a crude uh, drawing of a map, kind of like pointing this way. You guys head to the south gate. You load up on the cart. And you guys are ready to set out. Who Who's riding? Who's controlling the horse? Who has the best animal handling? Um... I have plus one. <laughs> it's not me. Hey, listen, it's good. somebody's got to drive, ride the horse. You know what I'm saying? Well, somebody's so got to drive was, the cat. I was going to walk it because I'm eight, I figured I wouldn't fit on the horse. Oh, you fit. Oh, okay. So the horse, the carriage that you guys got is like one of those uh, caravan wagons. Like it has one of those white puffy oh. things you can kind of sit inside. It's a nice carriage. Uh, you know, Duncan hook you up. You're going on like a week's long journey. He gave you some good stuff. You could sleep in there. It might be a little cramped, but. You know, you can put your stuff in there, and you guys are good. You know, sitting there when it rains. Uh, I since I grabbed the reins, I'll, I'll I guess I'll start. I'll start us off. <laughs> here, here, here's what's gonna happen. You guys just roll, uh, ten or higher means you ride the car normally, you make good time. Uh, anything less than a ten while you're driving the carriage, you just get there slower because you're having trouble keeping the horse on the on the track. That's all it means. It doesn't mean you're gonna crash or anything like that right now. Give me an animal handling check, DC ten. That would be a three. <laughs> All right. So Start, you just, I'm, I'm having a hard time steering this bitch, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's swerving. You're bumping into like other carriages. Like, oh, that's where you're going. You're just clanking them. The wheels go together. Goddamn um, horse. I like to think I'm in the back. Like, no, no, Drell, you need to you need to hold it a little tighter. And no, 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 I, lean back. I know what I'm doing. No, no, Drell, but you got to lean back a little bit. Okay, I'm it's trying not to like listening. I'm massaging his back a bit. No, like, you, you, gotta you got go. this. You got this. It's you fine. Gotta, your pizza. Eat. You got a French fry. Reginald <laughs> yelling from over the shoulder. You got a French fry. <laughs> oh, Rose, shut that damn bunny up. How about you drive the horse straight, huh? I'm trying. Just not listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take you a full day just to get there. Now, I'm going to roll for a counter silently. I'll let you know if something happens, and I'll let you know when it's good. It's going to take full daylight to get to the entrance. It's not going to take full 24 hours. How often do I need to keep making these DC 10 checks for the, for uh, the No, you're good until someone takes over. So maybe, you know, in a few hours, like a long car. It's like a long road trip, man. People will switch off every couple hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Drell, I'll switch off with you when you need a nap. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> so you're Drell's talking, like sweating we'll stop really at bad the, trying uh, to control his fucking horse. We'll stop at the shell and I can get you a Yoo-Hoo, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Uh-huh. Um, I, I like to think I'm talking to Drell a little bit as well as we go. And I'm like, I really want to go through that forest. I haven't told you guys this yet, but I'm actually after the... The ancient four-headed hydra of the Kambuki Isles, and I really want to train because I need to get I need to get powerful to fight this hydra. Okay, so you think uh, going through the forest is your best place to train? I think there will be some some really strong beasts there. I know it's a little dangerous, but I I could use the experience. And I mean, listen, it's going to be faster anyways, right? We cut through the forest. We don't go through that long way, and. And then bada bing, bada boom, we're good to go. Yeah, but a uh, horse looks agitated as uh, Drell can't really keep him on the road a little bit. It's fucking horse. <laughs> Shit. Um, well, no, to the left. I left. left uh, hand, okay. tighter. You got a pizza. Like, do I pull it or? Well, well, no. We're, you don't have to pull it. It's just you're you're not. It's loose, so it doesn't feel. It feels like it needs to. You're doing good. You're doing fine. But okay. okay. But um, I don't. I don't know, Minus. Uh, 
you know, we're, we're all not very familiar with this area. And uh, Duncan, who's kind of, you know, grew up here his whole life, highly recommended that we, you know, don't go through the forest. So listen, I'm a ranger. We're not going to get lost. Don't you worry about that part of it. I mean, I'm not worried about getting lost. I'm, I'm worried about, you know, us you know, not being prepared for what could be in there, you know? I, I pipe up in the back and I'm like, we just killed a, this crazy bugbear that had a... Well, for the record, a I... shard in his I face killed or whatever. the bugbear, but that's can, beside the point. I think we can take whatever's in this forest. And almost fucked up those jackalwares. You see that? The point is, I love to hunt and fight more than the next person, you know? I'm just thinking, if you're worried about training, Menace, that's something you and I can work on. I don't want you to feel like you have to put your life at risk in order to, to train. You guys notice that it's starting to get cloudy? It might rain later. Guys, it's getting cloudy. I think it might rain later. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that once. I know like everybody does that shit, but I had to do that just once. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> well, some hours pass. It's still daylight. It's about... Maybe about like noon right now. Maybe you guys are eating some food or whatever as you're going. You've been traveling for a few hours as you guys have been talking. Everything seems copacetic right now. But other than the horse getting really annoyed at Drell because uh, you can't steer him properly. You probably you might think that like maybe someone else taking the range. You probably get there a little faster. This fucking horse. You know what? Menace, you, you want to take over? I'm, I'm tired of this. Oh, you need a break? Yeah, come nap in the back, buddy. Get up there. All right. Make me an animal handling check. Ooh, that's a 19. 19. Yo, you and this horse are best friends, bro. Oh, I'm giving him all the best pets as we go. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're such a good horse. See, Drell, look how easy this is. See, 10 and 2, 10 and 2. The horse starts to pick up as you guys are heading south. The uh, weather does get a little worse as it starts to rain. Nothing too heavy, but the person, uh, Minus, since he's driving the carriage, is definitely getting a little wet. In the distance, uh, you start to see some trees, you know, the... the grassy area that was around the town starts to get a lot more hillier um you can't quite see over some of these hills you see some mountains in the distance and you start seeing some more and more trees uh to your left since you guys are walking south to be to your west perspective uh you start to notice like a large body of water like way in the distance almost what are you doing right now me and drill just sitting in the back uh you know sipping on some uh whatever he's got in that uh what do you got over there, Drell? The uh, alchemy drug? Yeah. What is this? You know, I don't know. I just keep saying ale, and I feel like every time it's either the more I drink or I, it actually might be different every time. I'm, I'm not sure. Do you want it to be different? Flavor tax? It could be whatever ale you want. I mean, I just I just keep saying ale, and it, you know, it's picking its, itself, I think. <laughs> He's looking at a cup and goes, ale. <laughs> I love hey, whatever. that. Yeah, you know what? Pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's plain testing, and uh, you know what? It's got a it's got a nice aftertaste to it. Like a Sam Adams, or is it like a... <laughs> no, nothing like it's a Sam Adams. It's more of Adam. like a vanilla bean blonde. It's more of a vanilla bean blonde. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, as you guys are sitting in the back, and uh, Minus is making some good headway with the horse, it's going a little faster than it was before, than when Drell was driving it. Um, Armos, you're kind of just, you know, drinking a little bit and, you know, you can't help but to notice that you have a whole bunch of blood shards, like, in your, in your robe, like, within grabbing distance. Um, you, you notice that you've been, like, kind of protective of them, knowing how this is important to you 
and to your quest that you're doing reginald you see reginald like like peering over every so often like looking where the looking at the space where those blood shards are relative to you so if they're in your pocket you see him glance at your pocket every so often he doesn't act on anything but he looks over there um and you just have this weight on your mind like you have all these blood shards when just a few days ago you had none so real quick i only yeah. have one no you have the whole bag well you have the whole bag there was only Duncan one gave no, but Duncan gave you the bag of the oh, 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 shards oh, oh. he has. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So you have the whole bag of blood shards, and it's about let's just imagine you bought two set of dice in a pouch. That's kind of the weight of it. Okay. okay. So, you know, you even catch right. yourself like sometimes like grabbing it, like making sure you're not losing your wallet in a public place. You know. Uh, what's going through your head right now about those blood shards? Uh, so I start to question Reginald. I say, hey, bud, what, what's going on? What, uh, do these have some kind of meaning to you? Uh, you seem really interested in it. Uh, yeah, I believe, uh, I believe we established that we need those to get me home. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you seem a little bit more interested, like, that you're being drawn to them going on he he goes silent he doesn't give you that blank stare like that he normally does um like when you ask him like where he's from he just goes silent he goes uh <clears throat> he goes <clears throat> sniffs his ears twitch a little bit he's looking he's like well i mean we need to recreate a rift um that normally I would make from the other end. However, I have no ability to remake that rift here. But I know if we use those and combine it with what you did before to get me here in the first place, that's probably our best bet. And we need to follow that. And honestly, I'm thinking, why are we helping this guy? Which guy? Duncan. Why are we delivering blood shards when we need them? Mm. So I take out uh, one of the Azerite gems, but hope and palm it in my hand as best I can to so that he doesn't know what it is. Okay. And I ho- hold it over Reginald to see if he gets any kind of reaction with me kind of holding it close to him as kind of a thing like if he backs away from it if he gets closer to it or if he's see what kind of reaction he has and i'm like uh, what he does sniff your hand when you bring it to him so this gem right here has is has capability of opening a rift to where you're from and we got to get you back what happens then as i pull my hand away and put it back in in uh so you try to confuse him with the wrong gem intentionally, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, he goes, well, well, do you really want me to follow you around forever? Don't you want to go back about your business? I would I mean, like to go back. Excuse me. We're, I mean, we're kind of buddies at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, you know, we kind of buddies. We kind of buddies. But I would like to eat people. Mm. I would like to get my my form back. I would like my wings that took me years to get to earn. Where I'm from, I was a person of 
I was respect. I've earned my place. I was to be revered and feared. I yell back, hey, I got some extra hay, Reginald. You want some hay? <laughs> he does a backflip and he goes right for minutes. He goes, hey, and he, <laughs> and he goes, eat some hay. Well, I continue driving. <laughs> I, so while he's, <laughs> while he's distracted, I, I look over at Drell. I'm like, Drell, what do you think of all this? You know, uh, I really don't know. I mean, I didn't know this guy even existed until yesterday. So I don't think you can trust anything he says. I, I mean, he's not I, supposed to be here, but in his current form, he's harmless. And he sounds like he's been opening these portals and coming here and doing awful things, which I'm not one to judge. Mm -hmm. But if we keep him a bunny, you know, he's been a little bit helpful at this point as soon as we got some of these shards before when it was just me and this guy he rarely helped rarely had anything scratching his ears like while I'm feeding him <laughs> you hear this, like you hear his paw going like <laughs> hitting the floor I mean do you see this guy like not so bad all right, Reginald, that's enough. That you can't have all my hay. Come on, get out of here. No, get no, more. Come on, come on. I'll give you some more tomorrow. I'll give you some more tomorrow. He thumps really loud. He's like, "Give me some damn hay." I lift him up by the ears, like, "Come here." <laughs> Put him in the back. Ow, 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 ow. Tomorrow, okay? I promise. I promise. And tomorrow, tomorrow, my foot, my foot in your ass. What was that? Because he hops back over to Armos. My foot in your ass. I throw one of my stones at him. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> About to call medieval Peter. Okay, no, we're not going <laughs> <laughs> So some more time passes. It's definitely raining a lot more now. And you just slow down because it's starting to become nighttime. You had to light a lantern to kind of see in front of you. The dark clouds are kind of blurring your vision a little bit just because it's hard to see them through the rain. But you do see, uh, as you're coming closer, you do see the outline of a forest. To your right, you can tell where the forest starts to get very thick. And on the left side, it's not as thick. So you can tell that like this road definitely hugs it, even though there's trees on both sides. The trees look like it's um covering like a covering like the lake side of things. So it'll be like lake, little bit of trees, road. So on the road, right before you would enter the forest, you do see a man-made tower. It's made out of stone. It's not very high, but it looks like maybe about three or four stories up. It's slender and it looks like it's wider at the top. You could probably guess that there's just a bunch of staircase. It's just a staircase going all the way to the top and anything you would need to do just be at the top of that tower. It is getting dark out. It is very rainy and wet and this will probably be a good spot to, to rest. Hey guys, uh, it's getting kind of dark. There's a tower up ahead. Uh, what do you say, time to stop for the night? Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably best if we head inside. I'll take care of the horse. Yeah, so you guys get to the tower. You definitely see like maybe like a wooden awning over there where somebody would just keep supplies out there, but maybe a good rest stop for the horse. Joe, go ahead and ties the horse to like a little post, gives him some food, some hay. Reginald's eyeing that hay very closely. And you guys he's still start to fighting make it with the horse too, though. As he's like walking over, he's like <laughs> pulling him, and the horse like doesn't want to I was going to say, follow. can we? Can we get a roll and see how your animal handling is now? Yeah, give me an animal handling roll, Drew. <laughs> Good call. Ah! Dude, oh, it's a two, dude. Yo, this Are horse straight up. Kidding? Is that a one or a two? Right, two? No, I guess plus one oh, okay. to do a three. <laughs> if it yeah. was a one, I was going to make him kick you in the chest. Yeah, he just like... Dude, he hates you. Does not want to listen to you. His All four of his feet are straight down into the dirt like... 
anywhere you want to go, he is not Goddamn going. Goddamn horse. You're holding too tight, Drell. I told you. It's too tight now. I'm not you're, even holding it tight. Now you're french frying when you should have pizza. Yeah, listen up. Come on. Reginald's got a car. He knows He's how to do it. He's an animal, not a, not a car. You got to be easy with him. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to finally get the horse settled, and you guys go up the tower. Is there other people here? Like, it's obvious, right? There are Yes, it's very obvious, and there's no other people here. Oh, oh, there's no other people. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Yeah, so the inside the tower is pretty dark, but with dark vision, you can see that's just a staircase that winds up. It looks like there's a latch where you would just climb through and be in the actual tower part. The tower has a roof and everything and like a little balcony. Um, I think Minus, I think Minus is setting up downstairs first, kind of like setting up everybody's beds and whatnot. So downstairs, like there is no downstairs. It's like you walk through the door and it's just a staircase oh, that spirals up. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not yeah. like there's a whole base or anything. Like the room is upstairs. Oh, uh, okay. So you may want to set up like some tarps or something to yeah. like make sure the wane doesn't come in, but you're pretty well sheltered. All right, I get it now. So I just, I just go up with them then. I go up with them and I yeah. start getting my stuff together. All right. Go, everyone give me a perception check as you look out into the distance. 14. 14? Okay. I got a 16. 16? Um, I got a 10. So with a 16, we'll just go with the highest roll here because you're all like looking out, pointing at stuff. You can see the vast forest as far as your eye can see. Uh, down below, you see where the road goes and quickly where it fades under the tree line. So you don't actually see the road anywhere else in the forest. You look south and this thing goes on for miles. You do know that in the large lake, what you can gather is that the lake kind of goes into the forest a little bit. So you assume that maybe there's a bridge along it if the road goes over there. But you notice that in the center of the lake, it starts to divot in like there's a crater in the center of the lake and the water just kind of like flows down in a, like in a giant circle. To your right, kind of towards what you would think is the center of the forest, you notice a larger, taller tree that stands out from the rest of the forest. So you would see like a lot of foresty looking trees. And in the center, you see a tree that trumps all the other trees. It like, it's kind of like twisted a little bit. It has greeny foliage, kind of like brightens up. The last thing you notice is that the trees along the road look pretty good. It's, they're lush, they're vibrant, they're green, it looks pleasant. But as you look at the trees towards the center of the forest, as it gets closer and miles in, the trees look more dead and decrepit but not in a sense where it's become like fall or anything. They just, it looks like they're plagued almost. Now, just because of how big the forest is, you don't really see the other end of it. You just see trees that kind of just go on for miles. It's a, it looks like a huge forest. Behind you is the road you just came from where it's no trees, it's just like grassland. You guys feel that if it wasn't for the rain, you could probably travel a little longer, but it's, it's not, the rain is definitely starting to pick up uh, and you don't think that traveling even though on a road through a forest is probably the best idea. What are you guys doing? Uh, talking about what we're gonna do. All right, guys, here's here's where we're at. Do you think we have the cart with all the stuff on it? And if we take that cart, we take it down the road to the south uh, and just keep on that way. It's gonna take a while, but Menace has said that he wants to go through the forest, which do you think that we could get that cart through there and then head that way? There's a lot of uh, dead trees towards the middle from what it seems like and I don't know there's definitely some magic around this area I don't know what it is though 
I definitely don't think the uh, cart or the horse would uh, be able to make it in the forest. So we'd kind of have to leave that here. I think we stick to the path. Drell looks at Menace. As fun as the forest sounds, I'm with you, Drell. Let's right now, let's focus up, get some good sleep. So tomorrow we can, you know, hit it with big strides. All right. Path it is. It's decided. Let's get some sleep. All right. So you guys are going to bed? Yeah. Yeah. I'll stay up for a few hours and then like probably wake up Armos as the second one. Gotta let the little guy sleep, you know? <laughs> All right. So you guys, so you guys are sleeping. You guys are taking watch. Armos, as you're sleeping or getting ready to go to bed, you're kind of thinking to yourself, like, why am I helping these people? Right. You're getting thoughts that maybe you wouldn't necessarily think, but you know, you keep looking at those shards. Like you have them, like you feel like you're one step closer to figuring out everything that's going on in your mind. You're starting to doze off and you're thinking to yourself all these questions. Why are we helping Duncan? Why should we deliver these blood shards? No, no, no. It's the right thing to do. Now you're getting some doubt. They're, they're obviously better in your hands, right? What do you think, Armos? Like clearly you can make better use of these than delivering to somebody in a town a week away. What do you think? We don't have, I mean, we haven't made that choice yet. So at this point, like I'm contemplating just, you know, holding on to them. You feel yourself going to sleep, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're kind of dozing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as you think to yourself, you feel yourself zone out from the rest of the world around you, like really deep into your thoughts. You don't even hear Reginald blathering nonsensical stuff to Minus as they're kind of like playing with each other. And you're just like so alone with these thoughts. Like, why shouldn't I have them? And then everything goes dark around you. Even with your dark vision, you don't see anything. It is void of light. You kind of feel like maybe you're sleeping. You're in that sweet spot between sleep and awake when you're laying in bed. The more you look around, you just don't see anything. And then you make that final 180. And there's a shimmering light glowing in front of you. Coming down. You don't know where the light is coming from. It's just coming from what you assume is the sky. It's glowing down, shimmering down on an object. Object? Maybe a book. No. Actually, you've seen something like this before. It's a tome. What are you doing? It's a couple feet in front of you. Walking up to it? Cautiously? You realize that you've been in this situation before. Similar situations. You know this feeling because it has to do with the pact of Reginald. You feel Reginald's presence all around you, but you don't you don't see him. All your life, you've always walked the path of the fiend, and this is actually one of those moments because you've made pact with other demons before. You're starting to remember, like, this isn't my first rodeo. You have countless packs before in your life, and you've always come out on top, but for the first time, you're nervous here. You, you feel this dread ab ab below you. You know you've made packs before. You've been in this room before because in front of you, you're, you feel like you're about to make a new pact. You feel like you're about to do it again and you're compelled to just look at this tome you approach the tome and the light then turns red it is a leather bound book tightly shut with leather straps the back of the binding of the book looks worn and creased as it looks has been flipped open and read through more times than you could probably count or more times than this book should have been read the pages look loose and unaligned as if the book was so tightly shut that the pages are folding out of the leather strap that's holding it shut. It looks like the pages could fall out if you just simply tugged on it. In the center of the cover is a large red crystal. You can easily tell that this is a blood shard, but it doesn't look like the ones you were holding in that bag when you're awake. It is perfect, flawless, perfect gem. But you get a very different magical sense from this blood shard as it's much clearer with a dark maroon smokiness inside the shard kind of moving around. 
Are you going to pick it up? Since I feel like I've done this before, I kind of go off instincts and pick it up. Yeah, all right. So when you pick up the tome, the shard in the center of the cover starts to shine and an eye appears, filling up the entire gem. Looks like it's bulging out and it's like looking around crazy, left to right to up, and it's eyeing you up and down. And it's reacting to you holding it. It's bloodshot with its pupil, the shape of a lizard and blood red iris. It looks at you intently as the pages of the tome begin to also glow bright red. The book then bursts open in your hands and the darkness around you begins to take color. You feel a breeze going through your body, through your cloak, between your legs and through your horns. You are standing on a blood-soaked cobblestone platform, what feels like in the middle of the sky. Looking around, you see a blood red sky with maroon clouds with a bright red moon with a bluish hue surrounding. Under you is a platform raised high above the blood red sea level. The same blood red sea you saw in your spooky dream in the cabin. In the middle of the platform is a small well-liked altar with a pool of pool of clear blood that you could probably see your reflection in if you looked into it. I look to see if I'm dreaming. You see yourself in the reflection and you look pretty normal, but something is different about your face, specifically your horns. They are now longer, more jagged and demon-like. They come out like antlers. They spread out as they reach wide. They look cracked through with fire flowing through the cracks. Noticing them, you feel like you're in pain, like you have some slight burning aches, but at the same time, it feels natural, like you encourage the flames to be there. On the well, there is an inscription in a language you're not familiar with. However, you do understand. And the inscription reads, soak the pages of blood with blood and raise the bridge connecting our worlds. I intensely write that down in my D&D thing real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Jared not scribbles. to break the tension I'm sorry not to break the tension but <laughs> okay say the last part again so I can... on the well is altar it says soak the pages of blood with blood and raise the bridge connecting all worlds can I uh, shout out to Reginald to see if he's he's around or if he can hear me or you don't get an answer when you yell for him what do I hear anything just a breeze blowing through your new horns. And I have the book in my hand. So the book is open and the pages are glowing red, but it's so bright that you don't see any writing on them. I don't know what else to do. I'm kind of, I guess I, st I stand there a little stunned <laughs> and then I read out, soak the pages with blood and then raise the bridge. It says, soak the pages of blood with blood and raise the bridge connecting our worlds on a altar with a puddle of blood in it. I'm not sure what else to do here. I okay. I, I well, if you're having trouble on this puzzle, I I really got to dumb everything else down. <laughs> uh, you're standing oh. in front of an altar. Okay. With a puddle of blood, where you I just saw your reflection in. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. No, I, <laughs> I thought I was waiting for a cue of some something else to happen. Now I get it. Okay. So then I take the book and put it in. The when you dip the book into the well, the book glows again in front of you. Platform extends about fifty feet, but does not connect to anything. However, now way in the distance from where this platform has risen, you see a castle-shaped silhouette floating in the sky. The castle looks black and red and distorted with silhouette magical energy. You sense great evil way in the distance. It seems very far away. But the platform that was raised looks like it's going in that direction. 
You can't quite make out its definite shape because of how distorted it is, but you definitely sense the evil coming from it. After you look at this castle for a minute, you awaken back in the real world. Several hours later from your rest, you're a little dazed, but you are holding this tome. There is no eye in this gem, but the gem is there. You look back at the book and you can see, and the pages are not glowing. It just looks like an it looks like a regular tome. When you flip through it, you see a lot of empty pages, but you also see the warlock spells that you happen to know and that you have learned and may have yet to learn. The spells that you don't recognize, you know you don't know them yet. They're written in a language you, you don't quite understand. You can make out a word or two, but you don't know what language this is at all. Uh, but you can kind of make out some keywords like uh, what kind of components you may or may not need. From a mechanical standpoint, these are spells that you learn at later levels. But the spells you do know are written in here, along with your new level three spells that you now know. You may take out your level three character sheet as you are now a warlock with a pack of the tome. Yeah, boy. In the cover page of the tome, there is a phrase written out in there, and it reads, humble in life, humble in death, gives a good wizard easy rest, but power is only giving to those who are willing to unrest for never eternally. You're not sick. I'll say it again. I'll also send it to you in a DM. Yeah, just do um, that. Just do that. Do that. Do that. <laughs> I appreciate it. And then underneath that, it says Tome of Baylun. You feel more bonded to Reginald, who was sleeping on your tummy, um, or is now in your lap because you sat up to read this tome. Uh, whoever's watching right now, I believe by the time you wake up, Minus would be watching and ready to go to bed soon, as it's probably your watch. This will count as a long rest, so you now know them. We're not going to make you go through all that. But you now also gain something for Reginald, okay? Reginald gains Hellish Rebuke, okay? He can use it three times per short or extended rest. As a bonus action, you can command Reginald to jump from your shoulder onto a target within 30 feet and use Hellish Rebuke, or just keep it as a standard reaction because he's always on your shoulder. That's crazy strong. Yeah. To any veteran players listening, they're probably pulling their hair out. Like, why would you give that to a warlock? You'll probably figure out that I just gave you a huge buff later. And that's pretty much it. So other than Armos, everyone else has a pretty good night's sleep uninterrupted. And it is now morning. What are you guys doing? I, I let the, the guys know about my dream and fill them in on everything that happened. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, your horns looked a little uh, pointy. Oh, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I forgot. Uh, his horns look normal when he wakes back up. Uh, oh, wow. His horns did not change. My bad. Wow, totally wow, totally skimmed that part. Uh, his horns lo are, look completely normal when wow, he wakes your up. Your horns look completely normal. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> what about my horns? Did you say anything about my horns, Drill? <laughs> wow, that uh, this book is crazy. What? What? What's going on here? I'm like tapping the center. Oh, that's a that's a blood shard, almost. Yeah, I know appeared here I, I don't know I it was weird I felt like I've done this before but that was the part that felt not familiar I don't know this whole thing is very strange I kind of feel like I need to all of a sudden start watching what I say <laughs> and I, I, I put the book away and and change the subject uh, I lean down to Reginald and I say uh, Reginald how uh how are you feeling after last night how you feeling buddy Reginald is staring at the book intently. He goes, <laughs> So you saw it? Saw what? Where I'm from. 
What's with that whale? Is that your buddy? Ah, uh, what's a whale? It's like a thing in the water. Our water's blue, but I guess yours is red. So what you saw was a sea of blood for the people we murdered. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, you got a glimpse of where I'm from. So I saw a castle? Shrouded in darkness and evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the one. A little spoopy. Yep. A little scary. Yep. Yeah, that's his castle. Who's his? My boss. Oh. Wait, you have a boss? Yeah, I have a boss. Oh. Well, I'm in the army. I'm a general in the army, assuming oh, that you know how man. armies work. There's people above me. Uh, can I? The guy who created me. Uh, this entire time, I thought you were the like the big baddie, and I realize now you're just kind of uh, just the lackey of the boss. I mean, I'm pretty. <coughs> Call me lackey one more time. Call me lackey one more time. Hey, hey, I, I look over. I'm a great mighty demon with seven wings. And he's like flexing a little bit. Seven wings. I've earned those through a millennia. Are we hearing this conversation? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So as as <laughs> he's saying seven wings for the third time, I grab some hay and I, I put it in front of his face. This is great stuff. This is great. This is the best hay I ever had in my life. Let me tell you. All right, what, uh, all right, guys. Reginald, what's your uh, what's your boss's name? He goes blank. I thought he fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I've just been staring. Just I'd, I'd, I'd. I've just been staring awkwardly, and then I just kind of, as I'm staring awkwardly, like slowly putting stuff in the cart and stuff ready. <laughs> Drell's going back outside for round three against that. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even give Minus the chance. <laughs> Horse is looking at you. You hear a bell in your head go ding, ding, and you guys are fucking <laughs> giving each other the old stare down. Oh, that's a 20. Ooh. Not that, though. It's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. It cuts to you guys already on the road in the cart with the horse with a grumpy face, and you just kind of bringing him along. He's going for the ride. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> so you guys are back on the cart. Hell yeah. You ate some of the food you had. You just had rations and things like that. Uh, your temporary hit points are now gone. I knew you were going to do that. Good. Uh, see? Temporary hit points, but we're not yeah. going to fight anything. the rules. You could have. I just didn't roll in that favor. Okay. You guys have a weak passive perception. What can I say? Did I say too much? You are on the road and you start to enter the forest and you guys are traveling on your way. The light gets a little dim as the, the trees start to block your vision. These trees are pretty high up. Uh, you got some trees of all types of variety um they're pretty consistent in how they look right now but you got some really tall ones some short ones you look off like to your right and left it's pretty dense like this road looks like it was made to like for easy travel for like merchants but it doesn't look like the best cap like nobody's keeping up with these roads so like you are swerving around some like you know debris that's in the way it, you know did just rain last night so now you got some puddles and things like that but you guys are moving at a good pace what are you guys doing hanging out Minus, what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing right now <laughs> um i mean Minus is probably uh writing in his journal about uh what happened cool all right. Can we say I sent that other letter before we oh, yeah. head Whatever out you... to my mom about the snake and stuff? Yeah, when you got the Gilo, you sent it out. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I sent it out. Now I'm writing again another letter, kind of leaving out the warlock stuff and talking about, you know, oh, man, mom, I, uh, my buddy Armos is, I think he just hit puberty. He's uh, <laughs> he's looking pretty good. He's going through some changes. I'm proud of him and just writing about some of the stuff and uh i do flip through and i i do look at the flower again i'm just kind of looking at the flower i have pressed in there maybe do some doodles around it as we're uh, i actually want to 
I guess I'm still, you know, focusing very hard on controlling this freaking horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to make sure we're on a good pace. But I do actually want to pull out those beans um, that we got from the chest. And I want to, I guess, kind of just take a look at them and see if they're just like normal beans, I guess. Uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, so how many beans were in there? No, I had a roll for them. I want to say five. Yeah, five. No, I, I, I don't know. I think I gave you like eight to ten beans. Uh, this is going to be have to be something we're going to have to go back and look at or listen to. Fucking. All right, so we're going to retcon a little bit. I should have written this down. It's the, the ruling on the beans is 5d4. There's about, there's about 10 beans in the bag. We'll retcon it. We'll retcon it. I'm sure it's more or it might be a little less, but we'll, we'll say safely 10. All right. Ten, so 10 beans. Yeah. Got yeah, 10 beans. 10 yeah. beans. Anyone wants to correct us, I don't know. Get at me on Twitter. All right. You got 10 beans in a bag. Dead dinosaur. D E D D I N. How dare you? Where do you get off? My immersion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you got 10 BS. So you look, it, it looks like beans, man. Give me a uh, perception check. Give me an insight check, actually. Six. Six? These are. Look like beans, man. You're saying Drell's feeling left out after Armos got all of his stuff, and he's like, man, these beans better do something soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stupid buck. Fucking all I got these damn beans. <laughs> uh, no. Um, and, yeah, so, no, that's pretty much it. It's just the uh, – because that's the only thing I really had that I wasn't too sure. Uh, Arm all right, I'll throw you a bone. I feel like I'm bullying you a little bit. Armos, throw me a D20 real quick. Uh, 11. 11. All right. What's your arcana? It's plus two, right? Yeah. So All right. Uh, yeah. Those are magic beans. Hey, Drell. I sense those are some magic beans in your body. I sense some magic. And that's not like, like, like a Professor uh, Xavier-ing it? <laughs> I uh, grab the beans and I just uh, throw them back to Armos to have him take a better look at them. <laughs> yep. Armos, can you make me a dexterity check to see if you catch the beans? <laughs> <laughs> you know I do. Okay, first off. I'm dexterous. Uh, no, I'm not dexterous. I got an 18. <laughs> hey, you caught you caught the beans. Woo! Congratulations. I made it look cool too. I caught it behind my back, okay, just to show off a little bit. I like flip my axe just to feel included. <laughs> <laughs> you caught the beans in a very cool way. Yes. Uh, yeah, you definitely know that there's something up with these beans. You don't know what they do, but yeah, you can you kind of gather that these beans have something to them. I look at them and I'm like, "Yep, these are magic." And I throw them back to Drell. He's <laughs> <laughs> throwing back to Drell. Drell, go ahead and make me a dexterity check. You're oh kidding me. God. This is not gonna go good the way I've been fucking rolling. No, but it, it, minus one be, or minus because or at disadvantage because he's concentrating really hard because of the horse. Don't don't give him that <laughs> shit. Yeah, what the fuck? No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, it's an eight. Wait, what is it? Dex? Yeah. Uh, eighteen. Boom. All right, you caught the beans. Yeah, so I catch them, put them back in my sack, and I uh, focus on the road ahead. Okay. All right. You guys are going. Um, hmm. What's everyone's passive perception, by the way? Just out of curiosity. No real meaning behind it. Don't think, don't think too much into it. What's everyone's passive perception? Ten. Ten. Passive perception? What? Yeah, roll. it should be on your character sheet. No, oh, no, passive oh, ten, perception. Ten, ten, ten. Sorry. Wait, is it ten plus wisdom? Oh wait. Oh yes. Then, then actually, mine should be eleven. You guys, it's, you know, it's pretty nice. It's starting to warm up as we're approaching noon. You guys are hungry. Yeah. You notice, you perceive that you want a snack. 
Yeah, I'm munching on some fucking hay, I guess. <laughs> who's who's driving the horse right now? Is it still Drell? Yeah. Drell, give me a dexterity check. DC 12. I gotta say, real quick, I, the thing I don't like is when I can't hear Dino roll start rolling. Fucking Christ, dude. That's an eight. <laughs> That's an eight? Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna roll. Somebody roll me a D6. Oh, yeah. Three. There are three monsters. <laughs> Giant. You, oh, you, fuck. something gets flung from the right side of the forest and hits Drell right in the head. It is brown. It is murky. It smells like hot caca. In matter of fact, it is caca. It's duty from an unknown animal at the time. You don't know what it's from. Doo-doo has hit the side of your face coming from the right side of the forest. You now smell very badly. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Give me an animal handling check real quick. CC10? Let's check some. Oh, easy. Oh, that's a 10. That's a 10? All right. You managed yeah, to control the horse as you got hit in the face with some steaming hot caca. What the fuck? Where, where, did, where did that even come from? Yeah, we're freaking out. We're like looking out the side of the carriage. It's on the right side of his face. That's all you know, because you know the, the forest is on the right of you. The dense part of the forest. Did we stop the cart? It, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and I'll stop it. Obviously, because yeah, I'm let's covered in shit now. So <laughs> I get. I don't know what's going on. So I get my axes ready and I like hop out the cart as he stops it. I stay in the cart and peek around the uh, material that's on the outside. Try to see where. Yeah, actually, uh, me and Armo Scooby do it. And, like look out the side. Okay. Um, give me a dexterity check, please. Dexterity. Yep. Give me a dexterity check. A dexterity yeah. saving throw, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. I got 14. I got a uh, 15. There is more caca coming from the forest. You can't quite see where it's from. You just see that there's brown balls of light. It looks like a it looks like a brown snowball of caca starting to get flung in your direction. It does not hit you guys. About four balls hit the side of the carriage, like the white part, like the wall of it. And then you start hearing from the from the forest end. <laughs> And they're just constantly, you're just getting caca flung at you. <laughs> Part of me wants to get out and yeah, fucking I'll... kill these things. And the other half just wants me to get in right away. Like, away or are they just going to follow us? They're probably just going to follow us along the forest, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm pissed. Can I use perception to see where they're at? Or oh, yeah. Let's, like, can we see uh, them at all? Like, we just scooby-dooed it, right? We just like looked out. Like an we didn't see them. Oh, yeah. Can I track uh, them? Ooh. What are you going to use to track them? The, yeah, this, like, because they, they've been flinging the poo, I'm using, like, the smell and, like, the I'm looking through the forest to see where... Right, I just want to know, depending on what role I'm going to give you, I want to know what you're doing as Minus to determine where it's coming from. Uh, can I can I investigate the poop that's, like, uh, like on Trell's head? Can I, like, yeah, put a finger on it and investigate it? the poop? No, that shit is already wiped the fuck off, bro. I don't just say that. You didn't say that. Shit on my Without a check, you uh, guys smell. There's a foul stench. Okay, I investigate very strong smelling poop. The closest poop is to kind of. You mean animal handling check with advantage? Animal handling? Because it's you not know investigation. It's just investigating. No, because you're a ranger. You have animal handling. Like, you, you're familiar. So I'm giving you try to give you your best stat. That's not my best stat. My best stat is investigation. Oh, okay. Give me investigation Thank check with you. advantage, asshole. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out. So, so. Uh oh, Nat 20. Oh, uh I see a 15 there, bud. It's right there. It rolled into the fucking oh, fuck. uh, it, this is fish caca. 
this is definitely fish caca mixed in with some other foul smelling objects maybe like some herbs or something in there you see a couple of leaves sticking out a couple hey, of twigs hey, hey, in the poop i'm a tracker but while while tracking other creatures you also learn their exact numbers their sizes and how long ago they passed through the area give me that shit. <laughs> you look that's exactly what i said i said can i track them and you said yes it did mm. Although this is being used as a weapon. This isn't like Kaka on the floor. Yeah, but I asked if I could track him. All right, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah. So you're looking at the you're looking at the fish poop and you know this fish poop is mixed with other things to make it smell really bad, but you can tell that this is from the fresh ass of a fish person known race as the Koatoas. Oh, Koatoa. So what a Koatoa is, it literally looks like a person with a giant fish head about the size of like maybe like three feet, four feet tall. So uh, from the direction you sent it out, you notice that they have to, they're still hidden, but they're within 30 to 40 feet of you guys. So they're being hidden in bushes right now. And how many? I don't know how you would get that from just poop being flung at you. I want to say like I scooped up some poop, sniffed it calculate the trajectory like saw the few that like came out of the forest and i can like i i counted okay the direction they came from and like was like it came from there twice so that's one creature it couldn't be more than two you know and that one was from like just behind the bush but i don't know where it is behind the bush that kind of calculations you, you can tell from the different diets of every poo that had been flung at us on how many there are <laughs> so you're telling me the ability lets you know the exact number yes exact number that's what it says <laughs> There's 14. Fuck! <laughs> Holy <Whoa>. shit! <laughs> Good. 13 for Drell because he's pissed. One for you guys. <laughs> what are you guys doing? You guys are sitting ducks as you're getting poop flung at you. Drell is tying up the horse and running in the general direction of where this shit is coming from. So you're about to head into the thick forest. You're going to have to be pushing some trees out of the way and things like that. That's fine. I'm chopping away with my axe then to get in. I'm uh I'm r running alongside him like all right listen Drell there are 14 of them okay there are probably like five in that area three over there two over there and I'm like just saying this is probably where they are I don't know where exactly where they are but I know how many they are. Drell's <laughs> like, in his shit covered rage he doesn't hear anything Minis says and he's just like <laughs> running after these. <laughs> all right, almost. What are you doing? I see them already have a head start before I could even like put my two cents in so I quickly run after him to try to catch up. Alright, I want everyone to roll me initiative. Woo! Things are getting intense. The next battle is a tough one. The three of us had a really difficult time with it, but you'll know more about that next week, won't you? Hey, thanks for listening, especially if you stayed for this part. It's time to shout out our Tier 3 Patreon subscribers, the heroes of Humbrea. We have one so far, but you, that's right, you could be the next. I want to recruit five heroes before the new year. Make my holiday wish come true. <laughs> but thank you to to man with glass you will always hold the title of first ever hero of dnd 404 
Man with Glass is a level two traveling glass blower and salesman. He's the best in all of Humbrea and created magic sunglass inserts for Minus Mustache disguise glasses. What a guy. He's having a sale right now, actually. Buy one crystal ball, get one for a copper less. What a steal. But that concludes our episode of D&D 404. Don't forget to follow us on the socials and let us know what you think in the Discord or wherever else you can send messages. Links are in the description. I'm going to drive off into the sunset now to get some Taco Bell, but keep on rolling on, my friends.